You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams here with Jeremy Nichols and here with Jack Balsley in the building. Jack, how are you doing? Obviously, I, I make sure we do this before we talk about anything basketball or otherwise based on the topics as of late. But um, how are you doing, Jack? What's going on? I'm doing good, man. I just, you know, living life, not not as heated. Um, but, uh, you know, getting ready to travel. So I don't know if I'm, I'm never like traveling. So to do all that but, never like traveling oh no why i mean i like tr- the the destination of traveling kind of a thing but right. not not i hate airports hate airplanes i'm, t- I'm too big for the seats That's all, all, all the all those issues so uh no but it, it's exciting but yeah you know getting getting the da- final stretch of the nba regular season two is mm-hmm. weird that we're in march i'm not i'm still kind of in shock about that just for everything in life but how are you how are you doing Man, I'm good. I cannot. Uh, I cannot complain. Um, you know, life. Life has been treating me pretty well as of late. You know, me, my daughter. You know, just, just. You know, my family. Everybody's been doing pretty well. So, you know, you know, the the way I see it is like this: if I'm breathing, if my family's breathing, and we got a roof over our head and food to eat. I'm good. Like yes, I don't. Sir. You know that. I think that that's that's kind of just how I live my life. Like I don't. It don't take a whole lot for me to be content, and I'm pretty content in life right now. I got some other things happening right now that I'm very happy about. So you know, just uh, I'm good, man. And the Nuggets are winning too. So <laughs> you know, to kind of cap that off, I think that 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 just makes everything better. You know? Yeah, man. The only thing, the only thing I miss in my life is a, a Nelson introduction, but <laughs> yeah, you know. man. Nelson, Nelson is because uh, I spoke to I spoke with him earlier. And um, I know he had a jam-packed like work day and everything. And plus, it was yeah. kind of like a spur to moment yeah. um, type of situation. But uh, Nelson, we know you're gonna hear this. So what's going on? You know, shout out to Alex. Shout out to you know just 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 the crew, man. You know, yes, um, even even shout out to to Connor for being on the last episode. Shout out to Kobe. Um, you know, we definitely gonna get him back on here real soon. Um, you know, it's just it's been cool, man. It's been it's been real cool. You know, obviously doing the podcast and. You know, I think it's, you know, obviously we saw the power of, you know, social media the last couple of days with, yeah. you know, certain things, you know, going a little interesting on, on in the Twitter sphere, um, kind of riling a lot of people up. So I thought that was kind of funny. Luckily, like 10 people see my tweets, so I don't have to. Write <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, you know, it's always so funny when, you know, when I talk to people and like people would be like, man how is it like having like a lot of followers and all this type of stuff? And, and, and I'll tell you this, it is a gift and a curse. It absolutely is like it. 
it it's literally cut right down the middle because as yeah. much as you want to, you know, pose certain things and you feel like, all right, cool. You know, a lot of people are going to get their eyes on this. That is a very good and a very bad thing at the same time, because especially if you say something that could even be in the slightest taken is in any offensive way to any person at all, it becomes an issue. I mean, right? look how I say Jokic, God. <laughs> well, yeah, you saw that. You saw, like, I'm telling you, like when when the episode dropped, um, you know, like I and, and you know I showed you obviously like like the direct message, and yeah. it wasn't the only person. Like I had, like yeah, I got a text message from one of my friends who I used to work with, and they're like, man, why am I hearing like Jokic's name pronounced like that? And I was like, listen, man, I can't, I'm, I, I can't sit here and tell a grown man what to do like i'm just you know you know i mean i could suggest it you know for yeah the, yeah the people listen or whatnot but um no nah, i thought that was funny i i just thought you know for me it was it was just pretty hilarious no yeah for sure i'm just laid out always always talking crap about those people not not seriously yeah but uh no yeah so to your yeah same to your point man it, it's it's interesting especially uh especially i feel like sports takes are i mean you can go into politics and all that, but I'm not even going to touch that stuff. But sports yeah. takes, man, I feel like they, man, they're polarizing. And and the oh, funny yeah. part is if, if there wasn't for Twitter, like are some of the stuff we say, is it even polarizing or is it just because people want it to be devil's advocate kind of a thing? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's the same thing. Like, and I, and I spoke about it on the last episode where it's like, you know, it, you said it sports takes and honestly, and politics, they are kind of neck and neck right now to, yeah. to for like just when you say something it immediately causes a ruckus like that is just where it is now you make a statement oh hey well i prefer jason tatum's uh shoes compared to kevin durant's shoes well why is it is it wait wait, wait are you saying that the leather that they use in jason tatum's shoes are 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 better than kevin durant <laughs> if i wear a kevin durant shoe does that mean that that i'm less than like, like this is literally what people do yeah. They get on the internet and they hear something and immediately it's like, oh my gosh, this is a personal attack on me. I need to say something, but yeah. I won't say something from my actual account. I'll say it from my secondary account that has four followers just to make sure that if somebody gets offended by this, they don't know who I am. And so it's a random no picture of Embiid too. Dude, it's insane. <laughs> it is insane how the how Twitter is right now. It's just this toxic you know, I don't want to use the word cesspool, but I will. Like, there are a lot of – it is a cesspool of weirdness at this very moment. Like I said, it's – my thing. With it's our takes, place. it's like we got our pictures on it. We got our names on it. I'm proud of yeah, it. Man. Listen, I'm – listen, I think everybody, especially if you didn't know it now or if you didn't know it before, you definitely know it now. Yeah. I ain't scared of nobody. Yeah. I, I Listen, I don't care about – like, I could fight in real life. Like this, this, so I don't, if somebody got a problem with a Twitter take from me, go cry about it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, the, 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 the way the things that the trolls say, where they say cry more, it's yeah, like, yeah, bro, yeah. I don't care. Like I will make my statements. Y'all like my name is on everything I do. Me too. My Twitter handle is my name. Like it ain't hard to find me. So yeah. the way I see it, like, bro, I'm not, I'm not scared of none of these dudes. Like, first off, you're not going to walk up on me in public. <laughs> you're not gonna do that just because you think you mad because i say Jokic deserves mvp over joel mb or Giannis. like what you gonna you what you gonna you gonna swing on me yeah you, 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 <laughs> you sure you sure about that 
Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You see a person and then they nod very politely and walk away. Yeah. Like, bro, <laughs> yeah. I have never, I've never had an argument in person that's gotten to that point. No. Like, bro, we are talking about sports. Yeah. At the end of the day, and here's the best perspective to think about. We are talking about millionaires who don't care about us. Yeah. That is the, that is the fact. They don't care about us. We just talk about it because it's fun to us. And this is, you know, hey, this is what we do, you know, and, and some of us are blessed, you know, to get paid to do this type of stuff. Like this is yeah. just, you know, this is just this uh, everyday thing. But it's like, man, the way some people take just basketball talk so seriously to the point where they want to like start talking about your personal character and they want to do this like, bro, it is not that serious. Joel Embiid does not care about you. Nikola Jokic probably doesn't even know who I am. And that's fine. I don't care about that. I just know that I care about basketball. I love the Nuggets and I'm going to talk about it. If you got a problem with that, hey man, talk to your pastor or something. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. you, It's funny because Nuggets, like I don't get offended, but you talk shit about the Broncos, and I'm I'm hands up, and I don't know why, yeah. but uh, yeah, but I hey. cool myself down, especially when it's Charger fans who can't say anything. But um, <laughs> but you know that that's for a different podcast. Right, um, right. No, but yeah, it's one. Well, it's funny to see, especially now in this day and age, that the players are a lot more engaged in this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. For example, Dylan Brooks of the. Uh, tonight's Ooh. competition memphis yes, grizzlies yes. Mm-hmm. um and even jaw too like it, it's to me i feel to your point of like how they don't even know who we are like it's weird for them to interact and like get angry about it because it's like right you're gonna let some 15 year old in high like uh, some high schooler t- like get mm-hmm. to you kind of a thing like if if we're just fans and we don't let it get to us, like how are you? How are you the player thinking that this this one random Twitter followers take is gonna is gonna impact your life? I don't know. Some people take it too seriously. To your point, but hey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean it's it's it is tough. I mean because like I said, you know, being like somebody who has a decent amount of followers, but most of these celebrities, you know, they have a, they have they're in the millions, right? Yeah. So, um, I see a lot of weird stuff every day when I get on Twitter. So I can't imagine what it looks like. But but I think the way that I see it is like this: these most of these celebrities only respond to negativity. Oh yeah. Like most of them, if you really sit down and think about it, you would rarely ever see one of them like respond and be like, yo, man, I appreciate that. You rarely see that. It's you that you see that on like TV or like if they're doing like an interview or something, then they would do that. But on social media, it's all defense. It's all let me make sure that this person and, and like in a situation like Ja, for him to, you know, really only respond to people trying to talk like some some hood stuff like talk <laughs> about yo you know if i catch you in the street da, da 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 and then it's like you know you talk about you know you're gonna catch hollows and all this like yeah. bro it's 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 that to me is like bro why and you said it correctly bro that's probably some 13 to 15 year old kid 
who sitting behind the computer or the phone or whatever, bro, they don't like Ja would probably never stand in front of this person in his lifetime. <laughs> but then but he instead of just focusing on on other stuff and focusing on positive because I'm sure there's still a lot of positive support for him. Although yeah. right now things are looking looking kind of crazy for Ja. Like every time yeah. I look up, there's a new article, there's a new this, a new that. It's like, man, what is going on in Memphis? Yeah. Well, that's that's the funny part, too, is like with these Memphis guys, like, I don't know, I feel like, well, with Dylan Brooks, it's that whole thing with Shannon Sharp and and Mm -hmm. his smack talk and, uh, you know, with John in that incident with an employee at a shoe store, like, it's very weird stuff, which makes me really appreciate that everybody just gets mad that Jokic is just doing triple doubles and that's that's his issue. Um, because I mean, of course, Denver, every, every team's had their controversial player off. The, oh yeah. Off the oh, board. oh yeah. The Nuggets have had a, few. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, man, it, it's interesting. It, I don't know. It's tough. Cause it's, it's just, again, that like visibility into their lives that we've never seen before. And I don't know. I, it's sometimes like the job stuff I say is really weird. Dylan Brooks. I take it just more as some guy who is really fragile with his ego, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I, I, which makes me more excited for the matchup tonight because uh, we got everybody healthy and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, they don't take that kind of stuff personally. If anything, like like guys like AG, that's I really love just kind of how he operates with social media. Well, I mean, Jokic is, is the best because he just doesn't have it. Yeah, he's but just like, AG, nah, like yeah. I always see him just remove himself, which I really – I think is very both mature and just great for his mental health. Like I feel like he – if he's – tired of it i see his account get disabled for a couple months and then he's back Mm -hmm. on so i mean power to those guys but i really appreciate just how they go about and i think that's also that cohesion we always talk about that team this team and and how they all work so well together because they're not engaging on everybody and they're not you know trying to get clicks like jawwood or dylan brookswood or i mean you can go everybody on the 76ers but uh i will say for the most smack talk, I do love Joel Embiid on Twitter. I think he is the funniest. No, he he is a funny troll. I'm not gonna oh, lie man. to you. He's had some posts there where I was like, I was really cracking up. So shout out, shout out to Joel Embiid, man. Who did he, he respond to with uh, the funeral picture? That was that was after the um that was after the Ben Simmons situation. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it was, it was right. Simmons. It was okay. right after that, and it was man, that was so petty. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. Joel Embiid. He has a special place in my heart. He is. I, it's so funny because I, I I don't mention it before with Sixers fans and everything. Like I just hate them. I love the team. I yeah, love the. Yeah, I like yeah. the city. I just their fans suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, my, you know, Let my clarify, dad. Except for Connor, I can't I can't emphasize that enough. Yeah, Connor Connor's dope, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love I man. I used to be in Philly all the time. You know, my dad my dad used to live out in um in PA like Langhorn, PA. So you know, what 20, 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes from from downtown Philly. So we used to be out there all the time, right? Yeah. So I don't, and of course, living in New York for eight years, like I would always be in Philly. I'd always be in Connecticut. Like I would just be in the area. Um, so for me, I've I've never had a problem with just Philadelphia as a place. I mean, it, it was, it's always been such a dope environment. Um, and of course, you know, you go there, you see a lot of history, oh, yeah. a lot of history, you know? So, you know, I think the, the place, like you said, is great. The problem is, and this is the same problem that I'd had with like a lot of like Lakers fans for some years. Um, man, it's just, it's just the people It's the people. And I feel like every fan base has like the toxic group 
you know, but it's of just course. some some more than others, especially with like Lakers fans, because their fan base is is bigger, is much bigger than the Nuggets fan base. So I think it's more pronounced, um, very similar to now, like you're start, you know, with even with the Warriors fans after they won a bunch of rings and all that stuff, you saw a lot of their bandwagon fans oh, yeah. um, coming out and talking about it because that is exactly what they are. And I and, and hey, listen, you ain't nobody can sit down and tell me nothing about being no bandwagon fan because I would always say this every time somebody brings up their team and especially when they're talking trash about another franchise mm. that's when I always because I know there ain't a whole lot of NBA questions that that I like that I don't know the answer to like Nelson had a random trivia question on the last episode right at the end and like in that moment like I already knew what the answer was when he was bringing it up so yeah. I know a lot of basketball history and a lot of basketball knowledge. So I always ask people, especially these new age Warriors fans, it's like, <laughs> hey, man. So like who, you know, who made you become a Warriors fan or how long were you a Warriors fan? And, you know, you would start to hear, you know, the people who who try to hide it, try yeah. to hide their bandwagonism to say, oh, no, it's been like, you know, like 10 years, you know, something like that. And I would always say, hmm, interesting. So so. So who was your favorite player? You know, that ten. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it was, it was, it was probably like you know, watching Steph is probably the reason I became a fan. Oh wait, but Steph was on the team ten years ago. <laughs> like that, that. Well, now, now we're getting to that point where that is. But I'm talking about yeah. like in the 2015, no, yeah, yeah, 2016. Yeah, sure. I'm asking them questions back then. You know, yeah. to to be like, yeah. all right, when did you become a Warriors fan? Like, hey, bro, if you a bandwagon fan, say that. Say that. <laughs> don't don't. Pick a team because they just want a ring. And then when they win a ring, now you're standing behind that like, oh, man, I've been a fan for so long so I could trash talk everybody else. Bro, you just learned who Draymond Green was two days ago, <laughs> right? You don't know Baron Davis. You don't know Steven Jackson. You don't know Kalena Azabuki. You don't know Monte Ellis. You don't know these Jason Richardson, like these yeah. guys who who built that franchise and of course you got to go all the way back to the to the mullins and these guys they don't know about no none of them players i was gonna say ask ask him about chris mullin and and ask right (laughs) Right. but but it's like it's a it's a it's a different time like i said if you're a bandwagon fan just say that say that but don't trash talk the nuggets because we ain't want to ring you know what i've been a nuggets fan for what almost 22 23 years now and I'm rocking with my team. Like, yes, we have not won a ring yet because we will this season. But it's like <laughs> the way the way that people try to trash talk you because you rock with a team who hasn't won a ring. Bro, I don't care about y'all teams. Yeah. You a bandwagon fan. That's all I know. <laughs> no, I agree, man. And it's funny, too, because I, I just saw something on Twitter for, excuse me, some Nuggets fan was posting, like, name these four players. And it was like, it was like Ty Lawson. Oh, I can't remember all of them. I think one was Gary Harris, but like right. some some obscure 2000s, 2010s players. And it was funny because, of course, I knew them right off the bat. Right. Um, but it, like to your point, like all the anybody kind of creeping into these new teams. And, you know, if you joined a team as of recent, I, I don't give you too much smack for it. But at the same time, like, yeah, to your point, you got to you got to be at least have that self-awareness of where you're at and why you're there. Cause yeah, bro, just, uh, just be honest with yourself. Don't try yeah. to lie and act like you've been, you've been through the struggle years, bro. <laughs> if you only like a team after they won a ring, I don't talk basketball with you. Yeah. Like I'm telling you now, like I'm that, that is literally a deal breaker for me when it comes to basketball conversation. If you are a bandwagon fan and you, you are 
outrightly like that, I'm cool with that because as much as I don't like it, I respect you for at least owning up to that and you not talking trash about my team. But yeah. if you sit here and you talk trash about the Denver Nuggets and then you say, well, you know, because you guys ain't want to ring, oh, I will grill you about your team. And the second <laughs> I find out you're a bandwagon fan, conversation over because I ain't wasting no time with you. I'm not doing it. They're like from South Dakota. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> and it, 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 the conversation always ends the same way. It's always like, a, but but you can't tell me that like I can't like this team. Oh, I didn't say you can't like them. I'm just saying we not having a conversation because you ain't been through nothing with your team. Yes, the sir. reason the reason that Nuggets fans right now are so invested in this current team because one. As of right now, it is the best Nuggets team that we've ever had and we've ever seen. But we were through the tough years. Yeah, we were through the the Timofey Mozgovs and and, <laughs> and bro, we we were there. We were there watching Quincy Miller get get cooked by Andre Iguodala when he left. Bro, we bro, we've seen all the tough years, the Ty Lawson years, the Emmanuel Moutier situation, like. We saw these years, of course, ever since Carmelo left with the Gallinari and, and Wilson Chandler. Bro, yeah. we've been through it. We've seen it. So what we see right now on the court, we deserve this. Yeah. So if the Nuggets and when they win this championship this year, though only the fans who were a part of this, I don't want to hear nothing from nobody else. Listen, you can root for him if you want. You could be a bandwagon fan, but don't then try to be like, oh man, I've been the biggest Nuggets fan yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. You're lying, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> my hey, my signed Lafonso Ellis ball is still up on my desk. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Like you got, you got you got memorabilia, you got stuff because you've, you know, even if and, and here's the way I see it. Even if you even a young Nuggets fan. Right. Yep. You could be a Nuggets fan for like three, four years. Yep. At least you are you are a part of some tough years. Just don't wait until after the Nuggets win yep. to then be like, yo, man, I've been a Nuggets fan, you know, <laughs> since I was in high school. And bro, you are lying. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's 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 a very interesting uh rabbit hole you can go into yeah. but yeah, that, that's with any sport. And Rockies, when they win that first World Series, I'll be over the moon. Hey man, listen. No. I'm. Hey, listen. The, the way I see it, because you know, you already know, I'm not. I'm not a Rockies fan. But because I live in Denver, well, because I live in Colorado, I did live in Denver, um, and most of my friends are fans of the Rockies and fans of the Avs. You know, I always, I think that is kind of like my second, yeah, second tier situation. I don't root for them, but if if the Blues are not winning, which they're not. In hockey, and uh, the Cardinals, you know, I mean, of course, they, you know, at least they made, you know, they win the playoffs, did some, you know, lost, to, you know, but it's okay. Um, at least if my teams are not going to win, I'm cool with Colorado teams because most yeah. of my friends, most of the people that I talk to on a daily basis, that's their team, right? Yeah. So if if the Rockies pull it off, man, listen, kudos to you, kudos <laughs> to everybody else. If you have to win again, hey, I ain't going <laughs> to the bandwagon. I tell you that now, but. I will be happy for you guys, you yeah, know, because I no. think it just, you know, it's just respect. There's respect there. And, um, you know, when the, when the abs took the blues out in the playoffs, um, you know, I had people, I had people reach out to me and they were like, you know, if I didn't respect you the way that I do, I would have clowned you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, nah, it's, it's all good, man. It's all, it's all love. You know what I mean? I, I don't got no problem with, 
you know, everybody, especially because most of us are, we're just Nuggets fans, you know? Yeah. So I think that connection and Broncos fans, you know, as an extension with that too. So, Hey man, that's, uh, that's just how it's been going. And I'm hoping that my teams can somehow win again. You know, I got to, to, to enjoy that one moment in 2019, which made me very happy. Um, you know, so we'll see uh, if I ever if I ever see that again in that sport. Hey, 2015 for Denver. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, no, it's it's that was the sad. first year I moved to Colorado, by the way. Really? Did, oh, yeah. Okay. Did you go oh, to the yeah. parade? I did. I did. I went to um because I remember, dude, and this was this was kind of funny. Um, a bunch of people started to invite me to like just go downtown or whatever yeah. with them. So I went downtown, but when I got to the area where I started to see like so many people, I left. And here's why. <laughs> because prior to moving to Colorado, I lived in New York for eight years, like I mentioned. I don't like big groups. I don't like it. It's just, it maybe it's just a, a thing for me. But when I'm in a place where I got a whole lot of people, like even in New York, where they have like the Labor Day parade. Yeah. The reason I don't go to that is because, bro, it is dangerous. And I I am a I'm a defensive type guy. Like I'll always be like, all right, cool. You know what? Once I get this gut feeling, I'm out of here. But that's just because I don't like big crowds personally. Um, You know, so I went out there and I was like, oh, this is nice. Cool. All right. I'll see the rest on TV. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. Um, just to, to see it like from afar and I have like, I got like some pictures and stuff from my phone. Um, but I went right back home and I just couldn't, you know, I couldn't stay out there because it was just, it was too much, but it was such a cool experience to see that, you know, watching every Broncos game that year and everything. I know we're not really talking much about the nuggets here, but it's all good. Listen, <laughs> it's, it's all Denver material and we about to get right into the nuggets. Hey, here, when they but, haven't uh, played for three days, it feels like it's been two years. So it does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it, it, you know, especially because we've been, there's been so many back to back games as of late, you know, yeah. playing those three games and four night situation and, you know, at least, you know, winning two out of the three, which was pretty cool, you know, so. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's all good. But speaking of two out of three, the one loss that the Nuggets did have in that grouping was a drubbing by the hands of the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, that rematch is tonight. That rematch, like I said, is tonight. The The Memphis Grizzlies are coming to Denver this time around, and the Nuggets hold the best home record in the NBA right now at 28-4. And, four. and uh, I'm expecting that to continue. You know, Memphis is a very formidable opponent. Obviously, they did smack the Nuggets last week. Um, but one of the things that I did say before that that episode before you guys made me change my mind, you know, um, <laughs> you know, Aaron Gordon is back tonight. Right. True. He is. He yeah, is true. playing tonight. The Nuggets do have there's a couple things on the Nuggets side tonight. Aaron Gordon is back. The Nuggets have a chip on their shoulder because after a team smacks you like that, you got to yeah. come back with something serious. It is that you cannot play. 
Memphis is not a team that you take lightly. No, you cannot. This is not no. a situation of playing down to the competition. This is not that, you know, so you have to bring everything tonight because Memphis is going to play. They're going to be battling, too. So I think this is going to be a very close game. Yeah. Um, I just think it's going to it's going to end very similarly to uh, the Clippers game. Right. Very similar to that, where it goes down to the wire. Of course, that Clippers game went into overtime. Um, but just like I said last time, I see another 30 point triple double for Jokic tonight. This it feels it feels like the game for it. Now, I do know that when Jamal Murray, AG and MPJ are all playing, usually Jokic's points drop a little bit. But I think tonight I think he's going to have to score more anyway um, yeah. because of last time. Because of what happened, I think he kind of has to take that personally and go right at Jaron Jackson. And when you do that, you'll be able to get him in foul trouble, right? Um, of course, Brandon Clark has been playing well. And and that guy, man, Xavier Tillman, you know, he comes off their bench. I think he actually started in a couple of games recently, too. He plays really well. They have a lot of guys off the bench who can score in the paint. And, of course, we know that that's the Nuggets', the nuggets weakness right? Interior defense right now, at least, you know, from with shot blocking and stuff like that. Um, but the way I see it, man, the Nuggets win tonight, I want to say by like, even like, like four or five points, I think it's going to be a relatively close game. Um, Jokic gets a 30 point triple double. Uh, John Morant still goes off. I still believe yeah. that. I think he, I think he gets back on his, let me score 30 type thing, especially with his name being in the media. As of late, I think this is going to be a situation where he wants to just go out there and just play ball. Um, But I think the Nuggets just let him score and um, the Nuggets get the the very close win tonight. What say you, Jack? Yeah, man. I mean, again, I I think they have it within them. That wasn't really even a sentence. Um, I think they got (laughs) I think they got it to win. Um, You know, it's tough because to your point, they lost and it's really going to it's really going to determine how they how they kind of how my confidence in them for the ne- these next uh even honestly even to wrap up the whole thing my confidence right. with them is kind of leaning on this game granted if they lose by two i might not i'll be of course disappointed but right I'm, right right i'm not gonna yeah. be like what's going on um like like they lost uh last saturday so you know to your point I, i'll throw it out there i think we're looking more at like a Gordon Murray 25 point game each kind of a game. I like that. Yeah. 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 Um, because I feel like there, there's definitely games where Gordon really kind of just sneaks in there, gets, I don't, has, I don't know how many 30 point games he's had, but uh, I know like it's been a couple. I, yeah. It's not a whole I, lot. I, I, I haven't against, like paid attention to the magic for sure. I guess the yeah. magic he had 30 plus. I know for sure about that. Yeah. But I mean, like I won't pay attention and he'll have like 27, 28. So mm-hmm. I could see one of those games just because, He's back in it. He's he's thrown he's showing the impact that he has. You know, Murray. He's really been showing up. Rockets. The Rockets game. I mean, at the same time, it's the Rockets, but still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, currently on, I think it's eleven game losing streak. But um, honestly, and I was I was looking at their schedule. I think it was either last night or the night before. And I don't know if this is a hot take, but uh, I personally think if the Nuggets beat Memphis, they can go on a twelve game winning streak. Ooh, that and is spicy. That, yeah, it's be, and it's <laughs> it's because so they're on two game win streak now. They beat Memphis. The next nine games, I think the toughest opponent technically is the Knicks before Milwaukee. I think there's twelve games before Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I, I really do think that 
this is a team that because the back to back they have with the Knicks and the Nets. I mean, you're traveling not yeah. not too far in New York, so that's why I don't really. I mean, it's a back to back, but the travel's not really there, so I don't really right. count it as much. Um, but yeah, man, because the Brooklyn, of course, two games versus Brooklyn and that a KD Kyrie kind of a team, I would be more concerned, but. I don't know, man. I, I think they have it in them because after Memphis, it goes Toronto, Chicago, San Antonio. So, I mean, if they're losing those games, then they're not winning the championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, I, I do think I, I got the faith in them. I, but I also want to shout out on Memphis, David Roddy, uh, good old Colorado State boy. Got to watch him last year when I was still up there. That's a big uh, dude, man. When they, when they made uh, March Madness for the mm-hmm. first time and way too long but csu is not good at sports so um yeah it's it, I, it's funny because i've seen all the instagrams and stuff about him he went back up to visit uh csu while they're while they're here for the weekend so it was cool to see that but um of course i'm gonna root against him for now um but yeah i, I do think because after that 12 game slate then it's milwaukee philadelphia new orleans phoenix golden state Ooh, which boy is that a tough uh yeah that's wild um, yeah, no. So granted, I do think they'll take like, I think they'll at least go two and two in that four game stretch. Cause mm-hmm. they got it in them. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I think they got it. I think they can catch fire. I don't Milwaukee. I don't know. I mean, they, I don't know if they can be slowed down, but again, that's in a, that's in the end of the month. So as we've seen with every team so far, besides the nuggets and the, Honestly, even the Celtics, like you don't know when they're going to fall, when they're going to catch fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting tonight. I, you know, I really do think K- I can even see KCP draining going five for five and threes or, or something like that. Spicy because he, uh, yeah, I think he's missed like two or three since the three point contest, which makes yeah. me, uh, which is, is a and nice one was an air ball because I remember seeing it and I was like, yo, yeah. what you doing, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about that one. I made sure not to bring that up, but hey, thanks thanks for doing it anyways. Oh, yeah. um, no, but uh, yeah, it's exciting. I think, uh, yeah, I, I really don't know with Jaron Jackson how that's going to look. Mm-hmm. I think because I know to, when we were previewing it last time, we were like, we even talked about the same points of, letting Ja just shoot so that they could clamp down Jaron, but, uh, which they didn't, <laughs> no. um, but with Aaron Gordon back it, again, that he's, I think watching him not be in that Memphis game really shows his impact. And of course we all know his impact, but I think sometimes it kind of goes unappreciated to a right. certain degree. Mm-hmm. And so getting to see him back and, and I would say healthy. I, I mean, I don't, considering it was a rib injury and I know we all discussed on how that can be a little iffy based if you get hit again, um, or not, not, I remember not saying not a little iffy, a lot iffy, uh, if you get hit again, but, uh, you know, he played 20 minutes in the Rockets game. I think they're trying to ease him, but I feel like this is the game where they kind of release him back into the wild, you know, and I hope so. Just let him play. I, I, I just don't, I don't really see a scenario where they're going to restrict minutes for an important game like this, but you never know. Yeah, not no, you're you're absolutely correct. And it's so funny um, when you brought up David Roddy, because every time I see David Roddy, he looks he looks like a bigger version of Jamal Murray. Every time yeah. I see him. Like it's like yeah. the the it's like I remember I saw him the other day and I was like, yo, he 
kind of look like Jamal a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I think uh, I think this should be you know a good game throughout. Um, I really I do like I do like the the Jamal twenty five AG twenty five prediction. I like that. I'm actually gonna throw a couple of bucks on that. Um, you know, <laughs> a little a little betting something. I might do Jamal twenty five. AG 25 and KCP five threes, bro. If that, I think that the odds of that is probably going to be like 10,000 to 12,000. Hey, you never know. I just throw a little something on there. Hey, hey, then, <laughs> hey, then you're paying for my dinner when we go to the <laughs> for a hey, championship man, I'm, celebration. I'm, but I'm down with that. I am. Down <laughs> no, hey, with I take that back because Nelson said he's already paying. So, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to throw anybody else's money in there. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I should kept should have kept up with this. Is Steven Adams? I know he's out for this game, but what is his timeline? Um, I mean, he's been he's been out for I want to yeah. say a little bit over a month now. Yeah. Um, and last time I heard, I don't I don't know if he has been reevaluated yet. I mean, I hadn't seen anything because you know I check like lineups and stuff every day because I do like daily fantasy. Um, yeah. and like for him, like usually you would see like day to day, or you would see something like it's like it's like an orange tab. But his has just been red. It's just yeah. been like just out. Like there's no, yeah. you know, no real sign of anything. I'm sure really soon he might be coming back because I don't think it was like a, I don't think it was like an ACL or anything, mm-hmm. um, you know. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure the extent of the injury or like how long it's going to be until he gets back. But I will tell you, Memphis, Memphis is not going to be as successful as they think they will be or want to be without him. Mm-hmm. He like as people want to people you know, put all the, the onus on, you know, Ja and, and Jaron Jackson. But, I mean, bro, Steven Adams is such a valuable piece for them just on the offensive rebounding side. And, yeah. you know, he's just he's just a good a good teammate based on everything that I heard and a great locker room guy. So, you know, it's sometimes you really just need those players to, to yeah. really kind of calm things down when things – because think about it. As soon as all this stuff – as he went away for a little while, all of a sudden it's like – just hell broke loose it's like all this stuff they're fighting with this guy but it's so funny because he was actually on the court the night of the shannon sharp yep yep. he was right there you know but if you looked at him he was trying to he was going to try to defend his teammates like that's that's who steven adams is you know i think just and him being on the floor yes he can still be in the locker room that's great but him being on the floor and knowing that you know, if, if your defensive assignment breaks down or something or you shoot a shot that's, you know, a little ill-advised, he could be right there to get that offensive yeah. rebound. And so it's that that mentality of like, man, this guy really got my back. You well, know? to your point, he, he really has that consistency. And I know we talk about that and how crucial it is and overlooked it is because you, some of these teams really just want those high-end players who, who are out for 20 games a season, mm-hmm. whereas you – really take note of how Memphis dropped once uh, Steven Adams. I mean, I'm not going to say significantly because they still got crazy good players, but yeah. just his presence is is duly noted. But, you know, to that point of, of consistency and all that, how are you currently feeling about the consistency of, let's say, the new Nuggets, the Thomas Bryant's, Reggie Jackson's? How, how uh, like, how has, how has their performance to you been so far? Um, well, the way I would probably put it, I would, let's just do like a little, a letter grade. Yeah. Um, as of right now, I have not been impressed with Thomas Bryant. Yeah. I have not personally. Um, I mean, somebody may see it a little different. Um, but the way that I, every time I'm watching him now, um, it almost feels like the chemistry with him is just not there yet. You know, I don't know if he, he's, cause it always looks like he's like 
waiting for the ball. And then when he has an opportunity to go up for like a layup or something, it's he's missing it. And then he's like jumping in the air to get the offensive rebound. And if he gets it, he's, he's going back up, but then he's missing the dunk or he's, it almost like every time I watch him, it's like, it just seems like something is not going right. That's just the way that I see it. You know, even from the perimeter, taking some shots out there and kind of bricking those and, um, you know, he's kind of getting blown by defensively. It's just I haven't seen a whole lot from him on the Nuggets. Now, I know he's capable because I did see him in L.A. I did see him in Washington. Like he has potential to do some really good stuff for this team. Um, I just have he he hasn't had his Nuggets breakout game yet. He has yeah. not. Right. And so I think if I was to give him a letter grade right now, it'd probably be a C minus um, just because. I need to see more like I, I need to see more from him to to really start moving up. Um, Reggie, on the other hand, I think just solely off that three quarter shot that he hit three. I think that at least moves him up into the B category, yeah. um, even though we haven't seen a whole lot from him yet. He's he's still meshing. And of course, it takes time because these are guys who, you know, they're coming from different teams, different situations who had different playbooks and you know, you're going into an established team. This The Nuggets team is an established team already. Yeah. So, of course, it's going to be a little bit tougher to kind of find your own bearings and find, you know, where you fit in personally. Um, but I think right now I would give Reggie Jackson a B minus um, yeah. just because, you know, he I mean, he can play. He definitely can play. I think I've seen a lot of missed shots from him, um, but they'll get it. You know, I think my confidence in both of those guys is still relatively high. And I think as we get closer to the playoffs, I mean, we still have what 19 games left, 20 games, whatever, something like that. So there's still time. There's yeah. still time. There's still opportunity for these guys to be ready. Cause I'm sure they both will be in the playoff rotation. So we need them to get right. Right. But I think that's, that's where I see it. They've been okay, but I know there's still a ceiling that I haven't seen them reach just yet. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I'm definitely in that similar uh, boat. I would probably really bump Thomas Bryant's grade up to a C rather than C minus for me. I, I think that his he's still showing his his rebounding skills. I mean, right. granted, some games he'll dip, but like I feel like he's at least had. Like, I think the Clippers game, which I'll talk about in a second, but besides that game, he really has re- still been able to get like seven or eight boards a game. Right. Yeah. Um, which, which is nice to your point that that's not enough. Um, and the scoring he provided on the Lakers, I was kind of ready for um, that we just have not seen at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, yeah, it's tough too in a, in a, for a team like Denver with Malone because you look how he deals with new players or rookies and he's very much – he just seems very hesitant to play them. Right. Um, so then it, it's just kind of that, that perfect storm of, well, not being able to get to play, but then also if they're not doing good when they play, well, why would you play them? And I feel like he kind of gets Malone kind of tends to, tends to freeze up when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I think that's the case for both of them. Uh, Reggie, I would agree with the, with the B minus. I think he's, he's shown a little bit more. Um, but to your point, I think with both of them, really, it, it's been more about like, yeah, just not fully meshing quite yet and that's not a cause of concern when they're what five games in yeah, to a yeah, team. yeah. It's, still, it's still early yeah for but sure. i think too for thomas bryant at least for me it was very glaring in that clippers game um i can't remember how much left was in the fourth obviously a close game but like his free throws 
it only he was only he was two for four, but like there was I forgot which what the score was when he missed one of them. But it was it was just one of those moments, and same with the putback, he missed it like where you're just like, oh, like that is just the exact time to not do that. Like, yeah, like yeah. you were like I just kind of gripped my teeth when I saw that. Like it was just oh, it was it was tough to watch. But again, I I think as personalities, which personalities won't just win you championships. I think they've already meshed perfect. Um, I think they're very team-focused players. I just think it's getting more of their talents accustomed to Malone's style of of offense and defense. So, you know, to your same, I agree totally with just the sense of it's not, you know, it's not the end of the world, but it's still something to keep an eye on going into the future. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the same. You know, like I said, that's the way I see it. Um, both players are extremely talented. Both players have a lot of potential. And I think, you know, Thomas Bryant still being a younger guy too, you know, it, it, he's a, he's a player who has not had a whole lot of opportunity. Cause even when he was on Washington, he had a lot of injuries that he was dealing with as well. And of course, going into LA, um, he did play a whole lot. And I think he, he found his role when Anthony Davis went down. Yeah. And if, as soon as he came back, all of a sudden he just went back into kind of like his shell essentially. Yeah. And I think, that is kind of where he is right now on the Nuggets. He's still trying to find his spots. Um, but honestly, I think he will be totally fine by the time the playoffs come around. Reggie Jackson is also a big game guy, too. So I'm really not worried about him going into the playoffs. I'm actually more confident in him going into the playoffs than I am in him right now in the regular season. I just think he needs that extra motivation to get in his bag. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm I'm excited about. Um, but yeah, we'll see. You know, we'll we'll definitely see how the team does moving forward. Now, obviously, we're about to get out of here real quick here. I did just have one last question for you here today. Jack, the Nuggets are the number one seed right now in the West. Yes, sir. By five or five and a half games on the Memphis Grizzlies, right? Will the Nuggets with 19 or 20 games left in the season? Will the Nuggets maintain that number one seed going into the playoffs? You know, it, it's, it's, I, I say yes. And I say it pretty confidently, but I don't want to be too cocky. Um, it's kind of, I'm writing that little, little, uh, you know, tightrope of getting too overconfident versus like knowing their place. Um, it's tough because Memphis, they play, I'm, if I'm, I'm looking at it, I mean, they play Houston twice. They play, you know, they play, uh, let's see. I mean, I think both teams, to my point of that, is just like both teams are going to have some games that they're like, you better win this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. they both have a couple stretches where you never know. You know, like I just, uh, you never know how they're going to come out of it. Uh, I, I think that because Memphis plays Dallas back-to-back here soon, and I think they're starting to cook. Um, they Ooh. play Golden State twice again with Curry almost back. He's supposed to come back Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I And they still play Milwaukee. Like, both teams – the reason I think the Nuggets keep it is because I would say both teams' schedules are pretty even. Someone could debate me that, you know, Memphis is easier or Denver's is easier. But, like, the, on the, just at the, at the end of the day, I think they're both pretty equal schedules. So I right. think they'll – to that point, they'll both be par for the course to finish where they're already at. Um, and that's why I say they get first. I don't think anybody's going to run away with it. I think it's just going to be what we see right now, just finishing off the season with those 19 games left um, with both teams sprinkling in a couple wins and losses or a couple losses. So 
And I really, I truly do not see a, four, a third or fourth string or third or fourth seeded team. I really don't see them jumping up and surprising. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think the West is pretty settled where it's at. I think the playoffs are going to be phenomenally interesting. Um, it's yeah. going to be amazing to watch those games. But I don't see like the Kings. Like I don't see them. I like for all these teams. I can still see their success at what they're doing now. But I don't see any team blowing out any other team in the water. So that's kind of how I'm feeling it. Gotcha. I would have to agree with that. I just think, you know, you said it correctly. Um, I think the Nuggets and the Grizzlies do have very similar, like, you know, strength of schedules remaining. Um, And I think it's a situation where once, and you said it correctly, if the Nuggets win tonight, I'm good. That's like, that's the way my mentality is. Once they win this game tonight, I think for me, I think they lock down the West um, because over the next couple of weeks, it'll all be, you know, the, the rotation will get tighter. And once that's the case, you're going to keep your better players on the court more often than not. And once these guys stay healthy going into the playoffs, like I said, from the first episode that we were on here, if the Nuggets are healthy going into the playoffs with that home court advantage, especially, I think they win the whole thing. That's just the way I see it. Um, but hey, you never know. Injuries happen. Things happen. Yeah. But we shall see. But that's just the way I see it. So. Jack, listen, man, this this has been a pleasure. Obviously, you know, I just wanted to make sure we got another show out this week because I got a interesting weekend ahead of me. So I wanted to make sure that I could record this before the weekend started, um, you know, so we can make sure we get this out there before this game. Before we head up out of here, do you have any last thoughts or anything that you wanted to say? I mean, yeah, don't grill me on Twitter. No. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just kind of – Kind of where the Nuggets are at. Keep par for course. That's why I'm trying to keep my life right now. Everything's going good, so mm-hmm. not trying to not trying to throw any wrenches into it, and can't complain. Just like you said. Nah, I feel that man. But you know, same on same on this end. I gotta I gotta kind of chill out on my hot takes right now because <laughs> they seem to be causing a little bit too much little, too much ruckus on the on the Twitter sphere. So we had none today. Yeah, none today. Not today. <laughs> you know, just you know, just wanted to kind of chill out today and go into the weekend real peaceful. So I think that's just what it is. But, you know, for everybody listening, like we say all the time, we appreciate you guys um, taking the time to listen to the show. You know, if you ever want to talk to us, reach out to us on Twitter. Um, You know, we will, uh, you know, we'll always be down to talk respectful conversation. Um, You know, you try to take it left and yeah, you're going to get left on red. That's kind of what it is, you know, so it's all good. But um, you guys listening, have a wonderful weekend. Go Nuggets! Please beat Memphis because I don't want to. I don't want to get on the next show and it'll be like, so guys, <laughs> so what, are your, what are your thoughts on that loss to the Grizzlies? I don't want to do that, you know. So handle your business tonight. Um, yeah, go Nuggets! That's go Nuggets! Yes, sir.